Hello and welcome to the show, Fight the Good Fight podcast, show number one. Uh, I am your host, Brandon Arnold, and I just would like uh, for uh, the listeners out there right now, uh, thank you for listening. Um, I just want to be uh, uh, straight up with uh, everybody first who is listening to this. Um, I am not making any money off of this. I, I could be. Uh, but that's not how I roll. Um, I'm a straightforward uh, shooter. Um, uh, I just didn't feel comfortable uh, with the, um, you know, I, I, I did have the opportunity to make some good money doing this, but um, God has already blessed me enough, and this is, uh, this is just me giving back to, um, you know, to the community, to uh you know people who are going through problems in their lives and uh these are things different topics that we'll have on uh the the show i i really didn't know what to call it but i just know fight the good fight that just came into my mind fight the good fight and and that is what the apostle paul said um in the bible where um he talked about fighting the good fight, and this was at, and that was towards the end of his life, uh, before um, he was executed uh, by beheading. Um, and uh, so, um, um, I guess I just like to start tonight. Um, like I said, my name is uh, Brandon Arnold. Uh, I am forty-two years old, and um, just a, a little bit of back uh, about me, a little background here. Um, I was raised in a family uh, that consisted of a lot of law enforcement and firefighters, police officers and firefighters. And the funny thing is, is that I never grew up wanting to be in law enforcement or be, uh, you know, a first responder as a firefighter or a paramedic. Um, what my strong point was, uh, and what I majored in in college, I got a double major in TV, radio, and I uh, my second major was um, uh, mass communication. Um, during college, I worked uh, for our local NBC affiliate. Um, I was a sports reporter, photographer. Um, after that, then I worked in uh, Christian radio. Uh, it was uh, called uh, KWKY 11:50 a.m. on the dial. Uh, for some of you listening that remember uh, that Christian radio station, and I, I had a blast doing that, working uh, for uh, in radio for a year, and uh, I had a great time. But but something then clicked, though, folks. Something then clicked in me where. Let me just give you an example of of um, what I'm talking about. You'll hear, you know, guys that go to high school and, and you know, they don't know what they want to do with their lives. They don't know, you know, whether to go to college or whether to, you know, join the military or, or maybe, you know, just go out and get a job, basically. And so, basically, my, it was like the spring semester of my junior year in college that something just hit me inside um, where I wanted to be a police officer and I wanted to make a career 
out of being a police officer. Just like, as I was saying, like there are young guys in high school and stuff who don't know what they want to do, and they get a calling from God, and they want to be, uh, they feel they're getting a calling to be a pastor and go to, uh, go to Bible school and seminary and so forth. And you know what I'm talking about. So I had that same type of uh, wow moment, basically. And um, and it, it was so weird. So what what did I what did I do to make sure that this was, you know, what my calling was, you know, basically. Um, and so I started going out and I started, uh, uh, working first watch, not, you know, working, but I was going out and I was riding with police officers, um, that I knew very well that worked, uh, the first watch shift, uh, that would be nights working from 1030 at night till 630 in the morning. And I, w I was going out and I tell you what, j just to make, keep this real short and simple, I just kept out. I just kept on going out, doing more ride-alongs, more ride-alongs. I wor I would stay the whole shift. Uh, you know, I worked, you know, I'd be there for roll call from, you know, at 1030 at night till, you know, 630 in the morning. Um, and I just, it just, it, it, you know, I, you know, I, yeah, I graduated with my BA, you know, degree in, you know, TV, radio and mass communication. And yes, I did work in TV in college and that's what paid my way. Uh, uh, with, and I had no college debt, but I enjoyed, I loved it. I loved being a sports reporter photographer, uh, at our NBC affiliate station here. And, um, and then, like I said, I worked in radio, Christian radio, and I, I loved doing that. But, but like I said, I got this call, this wow factor that hit me and man, it was, I tell you, it was just in my blood. And I, and I think kind of, you know, I think just something just hit me. And I do believe that it was a calling from God at the time that, you know, that this is where God wanted me to, to, uh, this is what he wanted me to do, uh, uh, as a job, but not just as a job, as a career. This is what, this is where, you know, I wanted to make a difference in people's lives. You know, I wanted, you know, it, it's not about being a police officer. Let me just say this. It's not about going out and, you know, you're in uniform and you got your gun belt and, you know, oh, you, you know, you, you know, you got your gun, your mace, your handcuffs, your ass baton, you know, and, you know, you think, you know, there, there, I mean, there are police officers out there that think that, you know, they are God's gift to mankind. Uh, we call them, um, and I do, cowboy cops, which I totally wasn't um, a cowboy cop. I would try to always diffuse situations, bad situations at first, at least to start with my communication skills. And, um, I was able to do that a lot, about 90% of the time, instead of, you know, having to, you, you know, uh, you know, get in fights or, or God forbid, even, you know, ever have to, to draw your weapon and shoot somebody. That is the last thing, folks. Let me just tell you, uh, for my listeners out there, that is the last thing a police officer wants to do is to have to draw your gun and shoot another human being, even if you're in the right, even if you if even if you're doing it for self-defense, that is that is not what you want to do, because you know what? It screws with your brain. I know cops that have been in shootings and they have 
they have they um you know it goes to court maybe the family will take them to court of their loved one who was shot but was you know you know instigating instigated the shooting and you know the cops fired back and you know killed killed the person and but let me tell you they are they are messed up for life and you know they have to go on antidepressants they have to have you know go to counselors they have therapy sessions so that is something i just want to get out there for people guys and 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 women who want to be police officers let me tell you that is the last thing that you want to do is to kill somebody even if you're even if you are in the in the right to do it even if you're in the right but at the same time as a police officer you must have the will to kill if you are trying to save somebody's life or defending your own life i remember i remember that um when i was uh doing field training uh, uh, when I, on probation, when I was a rookie police officer on, uh, uh, field training, my field training officer told me one night, um, before we hit the streets and we were in the squad car and I was driving and, um, he told me, he said, Brandon, he said, he said, I just want to tell you this. He said, look, he said, whatever you do in this job with your career, you know, uh, as uh, you get older and mature and, uh, y- you know, uh, maybe get promoted, get promotions, go up and get, you know, promoted to sergeants, lieutenant, captain, you know, as high as you want to go. And maybe, you know, with politics involved and, and you know, being a hard worker and stuff, you know, you, you will go up uh, in the chain of command uh, as a police officer at the depart whatever department you work for. Um, it doesn't matter. But he told me this, and I'll never forget this. He told me, as a young rookie cop at at the age of 23, he told me, he said, look, he said, at the end of your shift, which was 6.30 in the morning, he said, you go home. And he said, if there is a bad guy out here and trying to kill us, you know, suicide by cop, or just wanted to execute a cop just for no reason at all. And that happens. That happens, folks. That that That's real. And I'm being totally real with you about the job. It is not for the faint of heart being a police officer. You deal with people. Police officers deal with people who are not in the right mind, in their right mind. They are on drugs. They are, uh, some have mental uh, uh, mental issues and so forth. But these are not, if you want to call it, you know, the word normal today is, you know, you can basically throw that word out the window, what normal is. But we as police officers do not deal with normal, decent human beings. That is not the people that we deal with. And I think that's very important that people know that because the police are getting a are are you know with everything that's been going on with the coronavirus and then with these you know s- some bad egg police officers you know throughout the United States that you know have killed some innocent people I tell you you can't take those bad egg cops 
and just label every other police officer that they're the same way. You just can't. And if you do, and if you do do that, then you know what you are? You're racist. You're a racist asshole. And if you don't like that with what I just said, then you don't have to keep listening to this podcast. So anyways, with this podcast here that I'm doing, Fight the Good Fight, you know, I you want to talk about things, the two things, you know, that your parents always tell you that you don't want to talk about is politics and religion. Well, guess what? That is what a lot of this show is going to be about, religion and politics and what's going on in the world today. Now here's the here here's the big thing is I want my listeners to email me with questions or comments and I will take them and read them on the air and answer your questions or at least read your comments uh whatever you know you want to get off your chest whatever you know, you think about, you know, this last 30 days, 30 some days here before the election between, you know, Trump and Biden, uh, you know, send me a, shoot me an email, uh, not literally, of course, shoot me an email, but, but shoot me an email at Brandon 007 at gmail.com. That's Brandon 007 at gmail.com. So, I look forward to moving on next time, uh, and we're going to get into some politics a little bit here, since, uh, you know, the election is getting close. We already had our first debate last night. Uh, the moderator was uh, Chris Wallace from Fox News, and uh, I'll talk a little bit about that, but um, if you do want to email me, with your thoughts, questions, you know, concerns, whatever. Uh, too bad that we we can't have a, a live, you know, uh, call-in show. Uh, that 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 would be really awesome, and that would be that's something that I wish we could do with this, but we can't do that. We we just can't do that. So that's why I want your emails and and you as the listener. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I will respect with whatever you have to say, whether I disagree with you or not. I treat everybody the same way, whether I disagree or I agree with a person. It's the golden rule, folks. Treat somebody the way that you would want to be treated, okay? And if we, if, 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 if people in this world that we live in over 8 billion people. If people live by the golden rule, do you know how much better off this world would be? I mean, think about it. Just just think about it tonight. Uh, I am uh, uh, recording this here, this show. It is uh, 6.35 p.m. right now uh, as I'm talking. We uh, started uh, 15 minutes ago, started this uh, our the first show, Fight the Good Fight, uh, and, um, I look forward, um, to more podcasts here in the future. I'll try to at least, at least do three or four podcasts a week here. And that's going to d- depend on you, the listener. You, you have a lot to say about 
where this show goes, what direction even the show goes. And so you are a vital uh, participant in this with me. This isn't just me. Oh, oh, I got the show. This is my show. And uh, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I could have made money from sponsors and advertisers from doing this, but I decided, no, that is not the purpose of why I'm doing this. Like I told you from the very beginning, I will also tell you that I am a born again Christian and my faith is very important to me. And so, um, I, I just want to put that, put that out there. So, um, you kind of know a little bit about me and, and this is all the first, uh, podcast show number one fight the good fight is about just to kind of get some information out there and like i said uh i just want to let the listeners know that you guys are a vital part of the success of the show here fight the good fight so with that i wish you all a good night it's uh thursday october 1st uh fall we are we are now, we are now in fall it's just amazing and uh you know we got you know halloween coming up here uh then you know we got thanksgiving and then christmas and then new year so it's going to be a busy next couple months here for everybody it's going to be chaotic and everything so if you want to buy me a christmas present hey I, hey sure buy me a christmas present i wouldn't mind if you bought me the xbox series x for gaming uh shoot me an email tell me hey here here's here's we'll we'll buy you one for free <laughs> no i'm just I'm, I'm just messing with with everybody there no I, I am not a gamer now i do have an xbox one x but that is uh i that i play that very just just maybe like once a week and i have like madden 21 uh madden nfl 21 and then i have uh nba uh 2k 2 uh, 2k 21 um as well just two sports games that's it i'm a huge basketball and a huge football fan both uh college football and the nfl uh and uh i'm not as much as an nba fan like i used to be um in the 90s um you know it was the bulls jordan and the bulls that was that was the last great team uh in, in my opinion that's you know it's just my opinion that the Bulls under coach Phil Jackson that with Jordan and Pippen and, you know, you had Luke Longley and, you know, you had the worm Dennis Rodman and stuff on this, on that team, Steve Kerr and stuff. And, you know, I could name off more, but, um, I enjoy sports a lot. So, well, I will just end with this. Um, thank you for listening to the first show here. Um, uh, I hope you have a great rest of your evening uh, I am going to go and have dinner now, and um, I will uh, start up uh, podcast number two, Fight the Good Fight. Uh, definitely by this weekend, I will be recording one. And and then, and like I said, once again, shoot me an email at brandon007 at gmail.com with any questions that you have for me or comments it can be about politics, it can be about religion, it can be about whatever you want. You are going to help the success of how this show goes. And I will read every single email that I get from the listeners out there. I promise you that. I'm a man of my word. 
And with that being said, thank you for listening to Fight the Good Fight. I'm Brandon Arnold, and I'll catch you next time. Take care. Hello, and welcome to the show, Fight the Good Fight. My name is Brandon Arnold, and it, yeah, it, it's been a few days since uh, I have uh, recorded a podcast. Um, there's been a lot of things going on in our world that um, we'll just uh, basically go, um, you, you know, we'll just briefly go over here uh, tonight. Uh, today is um, October uh, 8, 2020. And it's 7 o'clock here, straight up on the hour, Central Standard Time. So let's just let's just go right in into the first thing that's just got me totally ticked off today. And um, let, let's start with uh, Michigan's governor. And uh, you know what? You know, you know how much I, I really don't care about her? And I could care less about who she is? I mean, she has been... Uh, probably, she is America's probably, she is America's biggest governor bitch that we have. And, and that's being nice. I'm being nice about this. Okay, seriously. She has demeaned Trump, President Trump, okay, all four years, okay? This woman is governor of the state of Michigan. If Has anyone that's listening to this been to the state of Michigan? I ask this because I have. It is crap, the state of Michigan. If you've, if you've never been there, it is like walking into a fest of, like, just homeless people, uh... I mean, it's like broken down, deteriorating buildings, uh, infrastructures, I mean, and, and so forth. And you have Michigan's governor. You know what? I, I should know her name, folks. I, sh- I should. Is it Gretchen something here? I'm trying to uh, look up here. I'm going to get her name. So, you know, people listening to this don't think I'm some moron. But like I said, I, I could care less about who she is, what her credentials were. I don't even know what her credentials were to get hired uh, to, you know, uh, as uh, the governor of Michigan. Poor Michigan. I mean, Michigan is already screwed up here. I'm going to type in what is, <laughs> go to Google, my friends. Now, I'm not, uh, I don't have any sponsors here, but this is what I use when I need some information. What is the name I thought I think it's Gretchen something. Like I said, I don't know. I'll find out real quick. What is the name of Michigan's governor? And I'm probably even wrong on her first name. Probably, uh, yeah, Gretchen. I was right about her first name, Gretchen Whitmer. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't do my homework uh, about her. Why? Because I don't care about her. Okay, she's a big mouth. That's all she is. She's a big mouth left wing. Democrat socialist, okay, and she's for anarchy, and she's for Joe Biden, and uh, well, actually, it's it's not Joe Biden, okay, folks. Yes, it seems on the outside that Joe Biden is is the presidential nominee for the Democrat Party, when actually 
it is camel toe Harris that is the president. Uh, that will be switched up if, and hey, look, I'll, I'll be totally honest with you. I mean, you got Trump supporters, and, and I'm a huge Republican conservative. And uh, I, I tell you, you know, Trump does say stupid, stupid things that will get himself into trouble and stuff like that. And, um, you know, even without him getting COVID and stuff, um, you know, I, I did think it was nice just to mention that about Trump getting COVID, that that Joe Biden, I will give him credit. OK, for you Democrats listening out there, I will give Joe Biden a lot of credit for being a man and not just for being a man, but for being a decent human being by taking the negative attack ads off the air while President Trump was in Walter Reed Hospital getting treated for COVID-19. And after President Trump uh, left and, and went back to the White House, he has been tested four times. This is up to date, okay? This is, I read this this afternoon. He's been tested four times. He doesn't even have the virus, COVID-19, in his system. It's gone, okay? So let's look up a little bit here, folks. Let's not look down all the time like the Democrats want you to think everything is just, you know, it, you know, is is negative. The Democrats don't have a platform of what they can do, what they're going to do if they, you know, can get the White House, you know. Um, they don't have a plan. All they do is basically steal from the Republicans' ideas and then twist it around, you know, a little bit. And, you know, people, let me just tell you, if you vote Democrat, you're a sucker and you have a, like a third grade education, basically. I mean, I'm sorry, but you do. So anyways, let's get back to this Michigan governor here for a second. Gretchen Whitmer. Ooh, she's the governor of Michigan, big time. For the last four years, she's been talking crap about President Trump. I'm sick of this um, woman. Okay, I'll be nice. I'm sick. I'll call her a woman. Well, she is a woman. Who cares? Who cares? Nobody cares about you, Gretchen. Nobody cares except your, except your, oh, you know, your, your sheeple. Uh, that vote for you. Um, I don't know. What do you give to them on the side? Do you give money to them? Uh, are you an escort on the side? I mean, I mean, I really don't understand how you know you were elected governor of Michigan because you know you you've done. I mean, you've made Michigan even worse actually since you became governor. So okay, so today, I mean, it's kind of like a Saturday Night Live skit watching her, and then she's got her deaf interpreter you know, on the side, making all these, you know, funny faces while she's interpreting for the deaf. And just for the haters out there that don't like me, um, I do actually, uh, in my in my family, uh, my great-grandparents were deaf. So I can joke and make some fun of uh, the uh, deaf interpreters and stuff because I know sign language and um, uh, I've, I've, ha I've had family members, uh, totally deaf and stuff, but I mean, come on folks. I mean, it is, it's like a Saturday night, li it's like a Saturday night live skit. Just, just lighten up about all of this. Okay. And it doesn't matter whether it's Gretchen, the governor from Michigan, or if it's a Republican, you know, from Arizona, you know, that has, uh, 
deaf interpreter. They're all just, it's crazy. You can't even focus on what the governors are, are saying, talking about, you know, COVID-19 and everything. I mean, all your attention is on these deaf interpreters. Something's got to change about this. this it, it, that does drive me crazy. Okay, so let's get back to um, my pal Gretchen here. Gretchen, if you're listening, and I'm sure you're not, but if somebody will play this for you, that's great. Here, I got a few things for you. I got some stuff I'd like to uh, tell you. Um, Basically, number one, um, uh, you are ugly in a lot of ways. Uh, Your personality is ugly. Um, Physically, you are ugly. And, um, I mean, that's about it. All I can say is about you're just an ugly person. Uh, you've trashed Trump, President Trump, for the last four years. I mean, everything's Trump's fault. Everything is Trump's fault. Well, you know what? Why, why, don't, you, why don't you take, why don't you, take uh, you know, um, the punishment for how you've run the state of Michigan for the past four years there, bimbo? Um, you know... It's nobody's fault except yours. Your butt should be kicked out of office, and the Michigan, the people of Michigan need to get smart and put a Republican governor in, give them a chance for four years, okay? At least give them a chance for four years to see if they can clean up Michigan get the economy going back up and going again, and then go from there. Okay? You hear that, Michigan? Okay, so back to Gretchen here. Basically, she, she's got some conspiracy theory going on saying that, oh, there's these white supremacist groups that, are, that, are, that, are, that were going to come and uh, 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 attack me, uh, kidnap me, uh, hold me for ransom. I mean, give me a break. What a great made-up story. I mean, this is during, I mean, we're like 20-some days out before, uh, you know, the the election on November 3rd, which, uh, let me tell you this, folks, um, I will say that, um, you know, whoever comes out on top on November 3rd, like who the quote-unquote alleged winner is, uh, listen, it, it will be weeks or even months before... Uh, before the real winner is decided, okay? I think we all know that. And, of course, it's going to be President Trump um, for a second term, which is going to be great. Because uh, the last thing that America needs right now, you know, we got COVID-19. But look, there's a vaccine. And there's a vaccine that will take away uh, COVID-19. Because President Trump is the first one who's been... Uh, you know, he's been, okay, like the test dummy, basically. Okay, and he has had the vials of serum put in him, and he, to this day, this is the fourth straight day in a row he's been tested, not one sign of COVID-19 in him. So what does that mean? What do I think President Trump should do here with all of this? I mean, yeah, I mean, you look at the polls, the poll numbers and stuff, and you see... I mean, most of these polls are from, you know, all the liberal networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, let's see, MSNBC, CNBC. Uh, I mean, how many NBCs can we get more? I mean, it, it's ridiculous. And they'll have like, in you know, like, uh, I'll just take, for example, like 
in the state of Arizona, they'll have, uh, oh, Joe Biden's up by 40%. 40% in the state of Arizona. That's what this morning showed on TV. Okay, 40%. He's up 40%, really. And where are you getting these? Who, who are you calling on the phone? And are you just calling just every registered Democratic voter? Because I think that's probably what is the case. That's, that's probably what's going on. I think people are going to be shocked on uh, Election Day to see uh, how the tides are going to turn um, on this. <laughs> Gretchen. I keep, I keep looking. I, I can't stand looking at her in her in the first place. I, I don't know what she, she looks like a witch. Uh, I mean, she looks like she should have been in the movie. Uh, oh, I don't know. There's many movies, but oh, she's hard to look at. Man, give that woman some money to get some plastic surgery done. <laughs> Woo! I tell you, I am on fire right now. So, yeah, so she's got this conspiracy theory, folks, that, yeah, she's, you know, there's a white supremacist group, uh, about one to two hundred of them, uh, that were going to come storming uh, the governor's mansion, not, and was going to kidnap her and, you know, use ransom and maybe even kill her. You know, I don't know if that would have been a good thing or a bad thing, to tell you the truth. It might have been a good thing, actually, for America. I mean, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And just like just like Donald Trump said, you know, he told the white supremacist groups and stuff during the first debate uh, with a slow Joe Biden that, um, you know, stand back, you know, and stand by. Okay? You know? I mean, the left. I mean, folks, I mean, the left... I mean, come on, look at the rioters and stuff. Look at Black Lives Matter. I mean, look at all of, of these racist groups that are violent, that are, you know, killing police officers, that are setting towns and cities on fire, tearing down monuments. You remember those days? Boy, that seems like it was just maybe a couple weeks ago that we had the monuments being torn down. Uh, actually, I think that... It's been about, I don't know, about six, six, seven months since we've had a monument being torn down. I tell you what, if I was president, I would have sent in the, our military and uh, for those people who, uh, those rioters uh, who uh, tore down our uh, monuments, uh, you know, instead of sending the feds in, you know what, send the military in, kick ass, and you know what, that will be a big deterrence for any future moron that that wants to uh they think they're big and tough and that they're going to pull down another uh, another statue. So anyways, let's go back to my favorite woman of the hour Gretchen. Look, Gretchen the, the uh, folks look, let me wrap this up. She doesn't even deserve the time that I've been giving her. Look, this is all conspiracy, okay? This is the Democrats this is as low as they can go right now. You know why? Because they have nothing they have nothing else to go on right now to try to beat Trump. So they're going to use her as a scapegoat and say that, you know, look, she was going to be kidnapped, possibly killed or at least kidnapped for ransom. Hey, you know what? That might not have been a bad thing like I said. Kidnap her, you know, get a bunch of money out of the deal, you know, Send it to the Trump campaign. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, that actually is sounding 
like a good thing that should have happened. Unfortunately, it didn't. Hmm. I have to think about that one. Okay, let's get on to um, talking about Trump here real quick. President Trump, we all know, COVID-19. You know, during that first debate uh, with him and Sleepy Joe, Donald Trump did not was not on his A game that that night. I, there was something wrong with him, I could tell. Now, I thought he was maybe just angry and he was off his game a little bit. Um, and I just, you know, I just couldn't figure out, well, look, I mean, on that first debate, look, even if you're a Democrat, listen to this. Look, they had Joe Biden on uppers big time. I mean, he may have had, you know, 10 cups of coffee, you know, probably shot him up with some diet pills uh, through his eye, through an IV. I mean, who knows what they gave him? But you gotta, you gotta give the Democrats credit for doing that. You know, to slow Joe and his body to ramp him up because I mean, he was. I mean, for him, for a nursing home patient like Joe, I mean, I mean, he was pumped up big time. Now, like I said, there was something wrong with Trump in his face, his eyes. He's, you know, actually, I mean, I, I'll tell the facts the way it is. Donald Trump is not a good debater. Okay. Now what now what he's really good at is tearing a person a new one, if you know what I mean. Okay. That's what he's really good at. Um and so now that we know that most likely during that debate, oh I know the media. The media, they were so happy after that debate. Everyone declared Sleepy Joe the winner, you know. Get listen up, folks. The debates past debates, presidential debates, okay, before I was born. All right, listen, people already got their minds made up. The debates don't change one thing, okay? It's that simple. It's that simple. But President Trump had COVID-19. It was in his bloodstream that night for the debate. And that's why he was off on his A-game. Now, I'm very, very happy that he got great care at Walter Reed Hospital. Got to give the doctors and uh, nurses a lot of credit uh, for how they, um, uh, for how they uh, handled everything with the media. Oh, my goodness. I tell you, the media here in America, I tell you, you take our media... You send them over to like Bangkok or somewhere, some uh, Middle Eastern country. I don't care where it's at, Iran even. I tell you what, the way they conduct themselves here in America, our media, our liberal media, is a disgrace. Send them over to the Middle East. I tell you what, their heads will be chopped off immediately with the type of questions and their attitudes that they have towards uh candidates they don't like. We are you are so lucky liberal media to be here in America and be able to be complete morons and jerks how you treat people, candidates that you don't like. Oh and and you know what most of, most of those candidates are Republicans. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? So anyways, back to President Trump. It's great he's back. He's, I mean, th this guy's a machine. I've never seen anything like this. 
in a president. I mean, Donald Trump, for being 74 years old, I mean, this guy is a machine, man. I mean, he's beat COVID. Okay, so we know that, okay, there is a vaccine that they have that, you know, that the doctors at Walter Reed have. So now what I believe Donald Trump needs to do is President Trump needs to address the American people about COVID-19, the China virus. And it did come from China. And some next door neighbor about seven, eight months ago talking about this over the fence. And I said, this virus came from China. And this woman's a nurse. She goes, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. And I said, what? What, what are you talking about? It didn't come from China. Everywhere. The whole world's reporting it came from China. Oh, no, she said. She goes, no, no. It's just a, a natural thing that just happens. These viruses just pop up out of the, just all of a sudden. Oh, really? Well, that's why you're a nurse and not the president of the United States of America. <laughs> you stupid moron. Oh, she's a moron too. I love I love morons. They're fun they're fun to make fun of. Uh but it's it's also scary folks because these people are running running um you know our world. But back to President Trump. He needs to address the American people here and look into the camera and tell them, "Look, we we got a vaccine and it's we're we're going to start administering it." uh to uh to uh to the nation a as soon as we can to everybody and when i say everybody i mean everybody okay i think that's what he needs to do and i believe with that being said i think he could easily with the poll numbers easily beat joe biden by you know, 12, 14%. I think that's all he has to do. And sir, and I don't know what you think. Like I said, you know, give me a shout. Brandon007 at gmail.com. Send me an email. If you have a comment, question, if you'd like to say something that's on your mind, about what's going on right now in the world here in the United States with the election 20-some days away, shoot me an email. That's brandon007 at gmail.com, and I'll read your emails on the air. So anyways, lastly, the vice president debate. Okay. Cameltoe Harris versus... America's Vice President, Mike Pence. Mike Pence is a great guy, let me tell you. Great guy. Not only is he a great guy, he was a great governor when he was governor in the state of Indiana. Okay? I'm just telling you that. I did my homework, studied up on him. If you don't believe me, you do your own homework and study up on Vice President Pence and what he did all the great things he did for the state of Indiana when he was the governor. You wonder why Trump picked him as VP when he ran against Crooked Hillary? Yeah, well, I, I don't need to say anything else. But, I mean, I Mike Pence just owned Camel Toe Harris uh, in the debate. I mean, this was, this was, I, I mean, 
it, it was over within the first five minutes. I mean, I'm not going to go on and on and on about, you know, Camel Toe Harris said this, and then, you know, Vice President Pence, you know, oh, he got her good here. I mean, yes, I mean, there were moments. I mean, of course, you know, Harris had to come out and, you know, try to beat, you know, Pence over the head about the COVID-19 with him, you know, being the uh, the leader of the task force uh, for COVID-19 and stuff and, and everything. Of course, I mean, that's the only thing, like I said, folks, the Democrats have nothing to run on. And that's the only thing that she could get some shots in on Vice President Pence. Let me tell you something, folks. In, in all seriousness, and if you're listening to this podcast, if you are an independent or an undecided voter right now, who would you rather have as vice president running this country? It, I mean, seriously, seriously. Do you want an inadequate, big mouth, well, you know, she was the AG of California. Left-wing liberal psychopath, Camel Toe Harris, in one corner. Or do you want, in the other corner, Vice President Pence, four years underneath his belt as vice president. He's been ahead of the task force for COVID-19. Both of his sons serve in the military. He's got a great wife, very nice family. Here's the difference between the Republicans and the Democrats. And, and this really isn't my opinion. If you d disagree, I could care less. The Republicans, and I'm talking all Republicans here, but the Republicans you know, taking President Trump, Vice President Pence, you know, you take the Republicans in the Senate, you take the Republicans in the House. They are looking out for the best interest of the United States of America. Okay? They are. That's what that that's that's what being a Republican is. That's what the Republicans are. They are not ashamed Republicans are not ashamed of God. They give God the glory. They go back to our founding fathers, the Constitution, okay? And what was this nation founded on? Christian Judeo practices, religion, whatever you want to call it. The Democrats... On the other hand, what they want to do is control each and every one of us. They will control you by, by buying you free cell phones <laughs> like uh, Barry Obama did. Was that his first term or second term? I'm going to have to look that up. When, when was he giving out free cell phones for votes? I think that was, that might have been his, I think that was his second term he was doing that. And I, and it worked. 
Romney should have thought about something like that. Romney, the uh, uh, the go-to guy in the Repub- the the Godfather of the Republican Party, Mitt Romney. Yeah, right. I'm being totally sarcastic about him. What a loser. Um, okay. And so, yeah, the Democrats want to control you. Now, I mean, they they play a pretty you know good game about how you know you know for the middle class they're there for us the middle class you know they're gonna cut taxes and uh, raise taxes on the one percent the rich and stuff and you know throughout the years um, I'm not making this up uh, this is just factual information that if you look at the Democratic Party. It's the same thing year every every presidential cycle. They use the same tactics. And really what the Democratic Party has become, folks, is they have turned so far left that what we are seeing in the streets of America is anarchy and anarchists. And with the defunding of police departments, here in America, I mean, come on, seriously. You defund the police departments here in America, and you will get what you want. You will live in a nation that will not be the world leader anymore. It will be an anarchist, anarchy nation filled with tyrants violence, and so much more. So much more. And, and it, it's, it's going to be ugly if uh, Biden and uh, Harris get elected. It's scary, actually. It really is scary. I, I'm not scared of them, but it's just scary about what's going to happen if, and that's a big if, they get elected. Anyways... That's enough for tonight's podcast. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Um, I try to keep these podcasts at least around 30 minutes. Look, I'm not I'm not here to talk for one to two hours uh, on different subjects here and stuff like that. It's way too long. Even 30 minutes, you know, you start losing people's attention, usually around 10 minutes. I know this. I used to do public speaking stuff like that. So I know how the game, I know how the game goes, but Hey, thanks for listening tonight. Like I said, drop me a comment, question, uh, email. You can email me at Brandon 7 at gmail.com. Brandon 7 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to the show tonight. Fight the good fight. I appreciate it. And I'll see you next time. Take care and God bless.